We are live. This is going to be, we're going to try to make this a, a virus-free episode. We're going to act like uh, this guy I saw on Facebook opening up his tanning salon this weekend and act like it's either over or doesn't exist or doesn't apply to us. <laughs> so, we, so we already <laughs> failed. Yeah. Hey, this is virus right. talk. All virus all the time. <laughs> all virus all the time, which is pretty much every media outlet right now. Yeah. Um, they got to listen. Okay. No virus, but I guess you got to say they're benefiting so much off this. They're benefiting okay. so, so much off people suffering. I, I, I even wrote like a bit about like the, the news in general, like a stand up thing. I'm not going to do it because this is not the platform for me to perform my stand up. But it's essentially like news people are horrible people because like they basically have good days when people like have bad days. Like I got this awesome story. A train blew up. Hooray. And then like, oh man, no one died today. I mean, essentially that's it. I'm butchering it. Um, well, that's, well, that's like, I mean, I hate to keep comparing it. Everybody does it too. It's not just me that compares this to 9-11. It was nothing but 9-11 talk and 9-11 related talk for like five years. Oh yeah, you know so. Yeah, it's, it's going to be it for at least for the next year. Um, but yeah, a Where lot of people are making money, huh? Remember nine eleven? I was listening to Howard. Where were you? What were you doing? I think we covered this on one of our episodes already, but we can. Who cares? Just say it again. Uh, best of we're best of <laughs> since there's nothing else <laughs> to talk. It. There's, there's literally nothing else to talk about. We're going to have younger versions play us on these podcasts, like Next Generation. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know, I was just at school. Yeah. High school. Trying to date myself. I was in high school. Oh, you went uh, to Gibbalt, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kimmy Gibbalt. Kimmy Gibbalt yeah. School for uh, Intellectually uh, Sound and Mind People. Is that uh, what it was? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it you was... went to a you went to a Catholic school in a rural town. Only because they had a good sports program. <laughs> That's the only reason why. Well, uh, I mean, it became a good sports program, but like you were, you made it a good sports program, at least like the soccer part. Uh. Yeah, you were like again. We we beat this to the ground, but you're like publicly enemy number one day one because you were like uh, playing with the seniors and stuff, man. That's who's true. this guy from Milstead? I mean, who's well, this guy? This dark horse. Well, that's true because I I wasn't I wasn't uh, in any of the groups since it was mostly uh, from the the two two surrounding towns that were that the high school was in, and I Waterloo? was. Yeah, and Columbia, Columbia, Illinois. You know what? Let's just do this. Let's just talk shit about our uh, about our within, towns that we live in. Reason. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm trying to just like I'm trying to decide where I'm going to end up for the next ten years. Um, and Columbia is on our list, but I get a weird vibe from Columbia. Yeah, it, I, I know I, you're not you're not a big fan of it either, or uh, maybe maybe you are. I don't know. Well, listen. Honestly, it's a great place to grow up. I mean, when I grew up, it's a safe, safe place. Uh, I mean, the problems here, I mean, I'm not aware of the problems here now because I'm pretty much off the radar, 
Mm-hmm. I, I mean, before uh, this thing we're not talking about happened, I pretty much did everything in St. Louis. What thing? <laughs> the elephant in the room. Yeah. Um, it's just uh, it's just like every small town where if you're not like from there and you don't have like generations there before you or you're not rich or you don't or you're not good at sports like you pretty much don't matter but that's like most yeah. small towns well that's i get the, that's that's the vibe i get it's it's actually kind of similar to uh a city i lived in in st louis it was very um it just but seemed valley park well like baldwin baldwin baldwin's like yeah. that yeah I, that's just the vibe i got like we were like, like I said, we weren't because it, it's such a different, it's such a different, I guess it's one here. It's such a different, uh, I hate to use the word vibe because it's so overused, but because we didn't know anybody since we didn't grow up there. So we literally didn't talk to anybody because we didn't know anybody. And so just anytime we did have to interact uh, through like, our kids were really young then. So like, I think the only time we interacted with the folk was during like cheerleading or not cheerleading uh gymnastics practices and the like the vibe i just got from them was just just like very i don't want to say rich but just like well-off white people <laughs> you know Ugh, just white just, people <laughs> like I, mean, I don't know no diversity uh but i don't know that's just it, it's it's i don't know what you call it. maybe like you said maybe that's every every not every city but there's a lot of cities like that. Well, not a lot of them. Like I, I used to work in Centralia and that's a different, um, yeah. b- because it's economically depressed and, uh, has a lot of crime problems. Well, I didn't so mean every, whole, every town's white. I just meant like you, like, no, I'm not saying that, white. I'm saying that, like the whole generational, we give a shit about people. Like there's no, that's a train. Like it depends if it's a people like live there, they have kids there, they stay there, they go to college, they go to the local junior college and, and then they come back or they go to a college like two hours away and they come back every weekend and then they live here. And then there's towns with just transients. Right. People come right. and go. It's just, yeah, it's like the small town mentality and it's not, it has nothing to do with color or, or I mean, it does in some aspects, but in terms of like, just like you said, a lot of small towns are just, people know who's been there. They know if, whose kids, like who's been there in the past, like who's grown up there and whose kids or who's, parents oh your friend yo, you're 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 so-and-so's kid you're so-and-so's dad it's that that type of mentality um it's called uh i might not be applying it to this situation correctly but uh it happens in the workforce it's called the good old boy effect where you mm-hmm. just surround yourself with people you know and you build basically a civilization a social network of people you know and it kind of like keeps out outsiders now when i learned about it it was used as a racist term where you don't want to hire people of color, you just want it to be all white. Where I okay, I'm not gonna like debate that at all. I mean, but I see it more um, as you just hire your friends, you hire who you know, and same thing in these small towns. Like mm-hmm. if you move from a, another town to like Columbia or maybe Waterloo, probably a bunch of towns like this across the nation. It's not like unique, but. If you're not like badass at sports or like you don't have cash to throw around, people aren't going to care about you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless well, you're like, I mean, yeah. I don't know if, it, if it's so, I mean, it's a little bit when, when in those um, three cities that you mentioned that we grew up in, since they're, all, since they're whatever town, what are the townships, municipalities, 
I don't know. Metropolises. Metropolis. What are they saying? I guess since they're so like close together, it might not be as bad as if like if it's like you know miles upon miles away or in different states. It might be a, more of a different story. That's probably um, more scarier if you're like in some small town in Iowa or even like in Middle Missouri, and you're like a half hour away from uh, shit. Even like in like Southern Illinois, outside of Belleville, there's towns that are like Belleville's the big city to them. Like you yeah. probably live lived in those like 500 populated towns. Yeah, you probably like it'd be really weird living there. Mm-hmm. And that's what's weird about where I live. Like Belleville, Belleville and Columbia are two completely different, completely different areas, and they're about the same distance from where I'm at. You know what though? I don't want to. I don't want to shit on Belleville because I mean I have done a lot of uh, stuff in Belleville. But w- one year, a couple years ago, I went there for uh, St. Patrick's Day, and I'm just being honest. Everyone was a fucking asshole. Really. Just like really did you did you did you run into like, my dad? No, dude. <laughs> no, he's an asshole. We left because there was a big he's brawl in the bar that spilled out into the street. It could have been your dad. I mean, yeah, it's there was it's, a dude smoking weed, and he asked me if I wanted to hit, and I'm like, no, this is like downtown Belleville, and he called me a name and said, you're gonna call the cops. There just happened to be a cop walking up the alley. I should. I'm not like I'm. I'm not gonna tell him. I'm let nature take its course. And then everyone was like, I wasn't wearing a jacket. Everyone just kept saying, you're not wearing a jacket. What's wrong with you? And it was just like, ooh. That's St. Patrick's Day, though. There's idiots everywhere on St. Patrick's Day. I'm sure, like, uh, St. Louis is awful on St. Patrick's Day. Well, I got got kicked out of a bar and in a fight in St. Patrick's Day last year. Tell that story, buddy. (laughs) I've already told it. You told it to the cops. You told it to the lawyers. Yeah, I literally literally did. I literally told it to the (laughs) cops and literally told it. I I didn't speak to a lawyer, but... uh, yeah. Listen, well, I, I was always like more comfortable in big cities because you're more anonymous. Yeah. People don't really give a shit about you. It kind of takes a lot of pressure off your back. You don't stand out as much. And but like there's like cities like St. Louis, it is kind of like similar to a small town because everyone wants to know what high school you went to. Mm-hmm. And there's still a lot of that. Like if you're not from St. Louis, you're not one of them. But it's changing because a lot of transients are coming. And I transient has a negative word, but I love the word transient. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, so a lot of people are moving and it's changing, but it used to be bubble. Like, yeah. Well, what sucks is like the decisions I have to make aren't mine. They're for my kids and schools and backyards. And, you know, it's all that, which if it wasn't, I, I mean, it's not a negative, but if, if, if you ask any parent, like if it wasn't for my kids, I'd be doing something completely different. Or I'd be living somewhere completely different. Um, and I, and I found like, that's why I'm more accepting about living here now because it's like, well, I grew up here. It's an, I, I liked it when I was a kid. So I want my kids, like, I wouldn't mind them growing up here. Um, and then you got to integrate the fact of, you know, more grown up stuff like taxes and, um, I guess that's a, and, and other people and other, other parents that you have to interact with, um, that's got to be a big part of it, like, because you got to be, you got to be social and play nice with other parents. And I'm sure it's not that hard, but like, you can't just like watch your kids practice and just chill out because you got to like mingle. Probably you got to put on a good face, put on your mask, not, mm-hmm. not the mask, but the, your face, your personality. No, and we do that. We're already experiencing that now. And, and like, like you said, it like we know, like we've known some of them before. Um, 
So that helps. But, you know, if I was from a completely different city or completely different state and you're in that aspect where everybody's friends or like they grew into high school or grade school together and they've been friends for years and then you try to, you know, integrate that, it's uh, a lot. I could I could see how a lot harder it would be. So, well, um, I mean, I worked in pretty much mainly small markets. I'm not trying to show off in a radio. And the only thing that kept me relevant at all in these towns was being in radio. If I moved there for any other job, I would be so isolated mm-hmm. and so alone. And I was anyway, but I made it that way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, well, it's like at the end of the day, like it depends if you think like short term versus long term. Like long term, like does it really matter where you live? Like long, like when you think about like when you're on your deathbed. Yes. It does. Because okay. for me, I mean, my situation is obviously completely different than yours. I was some scumbag wanting to be some a shock shock guy. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not doubting myself, but my goal is different. Like you're responsible for other human lives, but I'll tell you like living in central Illinois and I'm not shitting on the town. It was, I mean, but like, I was not happy there. There was nothing to do. I didn't do heroin. So I didn't fit in. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, like as long as you're joke, happy, I, joke. I, I'm not saying that like it, on the long run, I'm trying to, that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, My heart ached for St. Louis. I was constantly driving yeah. an hour to St. Louis. Like, I'm, that tells you right there. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, as long as you're happy, like, does it really matter where you live? Well, you know, cause it's, I wasn't cause happy the thing because I, of where I live is what I'm saying, yeah. though. Yeah. I, I walk outside page. my house, and there's people knocking on my door. Wanting, it just it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Same thing with pretty much every town I was in. And, um, But, you, I mean... What is your goal? I mean, what do you want when you move? Do you want to have like, I mean, you're, did, I you, ever did you ever live in a city with your family? Is that, is that a possibility? You ever, seen house, you ever seen house hunters? No, I don't. Houses are not on my radar. Or, I don't <laughs> I'm know. Never I'm never going to have them. They've been on for 20 years. Like, this, the, the, like the uh, fine apartment hunters. I don't know what it's called. I'll watch it's studio like, apartment hunters. <laughs> where it's like they, 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 they look at three different places. And then, like, every, it's the same show. And it's the same, like, every, every single place has a pro and a con. Oh, I have like, seen it. You know, just like that. And that's kind of what it is. Like, there's nothing that checks off all the lists. Um, there's good things about all everything and there's bad, not bad things, but just, you know, cons about everything. So it's hard to, it's, it's hard. It, you just got, it puts everything, you got to put everything in perspective to make it, to make a decision. Um, they always say location, location, location. I mean, I've said it too many times, but that's like the three big words in real estate. Well, a lot, a lot of it. Well, the big ones are location from where you have to drive to work every day. Cause you have to do it every day. Just transit, like highway, yeah. close to a highway and shit. Well, yeah. That's good. That versus cost. Yeah. Cost is huge. That's probably the biggest. But it's it's like a mix between, like, you don't want to drive two hours to work every day or an hour to work every day. Um, but at the same time, you can't afford a, you know, $3,000, $4,000 mortgage. That's a lot of people in Chicago. They work in the city and they take, like, a train, like an hour and a half train. Even, like, in New York City, they live in, like, New Jersey take like mm-hmm. an hour and a half train ride there and back. Like that's insane. The quality of life is awful. So that's if you work like a nine to five and you know, you had two hours of your shoot, three hours to your coming. Uh, you gotta uh, be like on the train by like at 6am probably. I mean, yeah, I don't envy. <laughs> that's, I'm not cut up, cut out for that life at all. Yeah. I, 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 
could you live in like a city though? Like if you're single, could you live in like some small apartment on top of everybody? Oh, like totally. I mean, yeah. but I'm not single. But yeah, if I was single, I could probably live anywhere. You might be single if you keep doing these shows, maybe. What does that mean? I don't know. They're horrible. I'm just dropping a joke. <laughs> no, I was trying to like get like it's. I got the joke. I just didn't know if it was for the positive or for the negative. That's uh, that's the art of it. This for like I'm gonna be so I'm gonna be so tempted to leave my family, or my family is just gonna think how how much of a loser I am. And they're gonna leave me. Your family's <laughs> gonna hold you back. Oh man, you're gonna be eating dinner with your family, and then you're just gonna like someone's gonna make some noise, and it's just gonna make you snap. And you're like, I could have been the next Joe Rogan if it wasn't for you. And you like point at your family. <laughs> Isn't that funny? How how we'll, we'll segue into that. Isn't that funny how that like Joe Rogan's the new Howard Stern in terms of Howard like sucks now. Well, like no one says like that dates you. That dates you when you say, "Oh, I want to be the like." If you're actively pursuing something, I want to yeah. be the next Howard Stern. It's like, well, I want to be the next Babe Ruth at baseball. That's yeah. It's exactly. <laughs> it's exactly like an athlete. Like, who are your heroes? Babe Ruth. Really? No one else is. No one else since then. Um. I want to be the yeah, best Sonny Liston at boxing. <laughs> but like when you think of podcasts, it's like who who is on top of the mountain? I know there's different there's different uh, you know areas, but I guess in terms of just entertainment, the entertainment factor. Well, there's several um, types. There's the documentary kind, which are really popular. I got a list that I'm a must list. There's a show on HBO called Atlanta. And I'm being advised heavily by somebody to listen to the podcast first. And then there's like radio morning show podcasts, which would be like kind of like Joe Rogan. Right. I mean, I want to like, but and there, it's not radio <laughs> anymore. It's, but that's the thing, like Howard Stern, no matter who, even if you listen to him or not, like everybody knew that name. Everyone still you knows, know. even though. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. But I'm saying like the next generation, like of people younger than us, if they listen to podcasts, they probably know who Joe Rogan is, love or hate, or a fan or they not. They probably a fan. know who Joe Rogan is more than most. I mean, I'm not saying people on the radio aren't famous. There's a lot of famous radio people, but probably most people, a lot of people could name him before they could name other people. There well, was like a the list. Someone, someone put out a list of famous personalities, and he was on the list. It was like top 10. Howard was number one, but it was like broadcasters, podcasts, radio. Yeah. It was like, oh my God, Joe Rogan made it. It's like, yeah, dude. Wake up. Of course he did. Yeah, he's he's huge. He's but and it's funny, he didn't even start like the podcast revolution. I mean Howard didn't either. He didn't start the radio revolution. Um but I guess it's just in terms of popularity and how good the shows are and Howard's evolved, as he would say. He's more PC Which he should I mean, which he should. He's been doing it for so long. I don't I don't fault the guy, but he he all his old uh, cohorts besides Baba Bowie and Robin and Fred and maybe a handful, they're all gone. He wants nothing to do with them. It's like a celebrity Hollywood TMZ kind of show. And he's yeah. getting the who's who of celebrities, but that's like, that's only, I don't listen to Howard. I watch like the interviews like on Facebook or like Twitter and they're good. Mm-hmm. But what about the other three hours when he's like, I mean, I don't know. I it's like, sad because I, I miss, I remember the days where I listened for four hours a day. I listened, I didn't miss a show. I didn't miss a minute. It was, was, was that's like the only show I listened from. I would get up at 6 a.m. Even when I didn't have to. 
if so, if he had something going on that day, I would get up at 6 a.m. and I would listen the whole day. And Those are the days, like when yeah. he first went on Sirius. I know, I mean, there were times before that, but and for me personally, when I had a job where I had to work super early and I wasn't bothered, so I just could have my I could have my headphones on all day. Those were the days when he went to Sirius, like soon after. Um, and I would just listen to the whole show. And then remember they, they would do a repeat right afterwards. So I think he I missed like, the first, like all day for a while. Yeah. I missed like the first like half an hour. Cause I think when he started at six, my shift started at seven. He so started at would, five. He'd come on at five. Cause at first one channel was. would be East coast time and one would be like LA time. Yeah. So I had to carry, I had to carry the portable, portable uh, <laughs> uh, serious. I think that's what I did. God, I can't. I can't even remember. I had the boombox, and then it got damaged because it was by a window, and then rain got on it. Oh and really? I said, and I said, "Fuck it." I was in the open Anthony more at the time. Yeah, but that's like I never got in any other radio talk show. I did, but you're, I was like, that was my first. Well, you're profession. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your. But I think after that, after Howard, I don't think I ever listened to radio. To ra- I mean, I lo- locally, I guess, but it's not like something that I had to listen every minute of every show. It's you just don't listen I'm to commuting. other shows the same way you listen to Howard. Now I do. Well, podcasts are kind of the same. Like, I guess it's on demand. I guess that you listen to it whenever you whenever you can. Well, when you listen uh, to the radio now, it's not the same effect as listening to the Howard Stern Morning Show. No. Well, those shows Not don't even, those, anybody else. Those shows alike. don't exist any. Well, those shows are podcasts now. It, I mean, still it, local morning. There's still morning shows like syndicated ones and local ones. Yeah, that but try to like, have like some. When I think of Howard, I think of like, I don't know. I guess the, I gotta put what era of Howard. Like I think of more than just news and and. It was an event. Yeah, like they always had something, either skits or. It was like a Tonight Show, Saturday Night Live, like on the radio. Yeah. It's like, who's going to be, like, what are they going to do today? Yeah. Like, now it's like for, formulaic. What's it, what's, has that formula? Yeah. I don't it's know pretty if much it, what, the same stuff on every. It's the same, every... like, if it's Wednesday, you know what it's going to be. You know what skits they're going to do or what segments they're going to do. I don't think that's how Howard was. Well, the formulaic thing is not a bad thing because it brings like familiarity. It makes like it makes it part of like your routine. Like it's Wednesday, that means it's like but talk like this Wednesday or whatever the fun. hell. I mean, right? It's funny. I can't. I can't really remember Howard on Trusted or Radio. Like I know I listen. I listen to him a lot. Remember, like, we listened to him in the in the in the lunchroom at Gibalt, the yeah. one of those boxing matches. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. After told us to quit. Yeah. <laughs> What was the boxing match? God, I can't. Uh, there was two. There was Angry Black and Crazy Cabby, and then there was Stuttering John and Crazy Cabby. That's it. I watched Stuttering John and Crazy Cabby in Florida because I was vacationing in Florida, and they put it on the E E, e channel that night. So let's do a full, you, you can listen to the show, and then you see like the shit at right. night. Let's do a full circle. So you did. So you listened to Howard on nine eleven, or no? Yeah, I did. On the like driving to school or not? Yeah, we were sixteen. We could drive. I was I was I was shackled and I was in my cage and I was being brought to my school. Yeah, being transported. Huh? You're being transported. transported. Hannibal Lecter mask. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, yes, I listened to Howard on 9-11, and uh, he was legendary. And I'm not sure if he's being very legendary during this uh, uh, time period. <laughs> well, uh, there was something this week. Did you see? I, I can't remember if we tweeted it out through our Twitter account, but he uh, was, is taking the anti-Trump stance. No, oh, he has been. Shocker, shocker. But he has been. No, he's a he's a I, – I, I don't want to play this game, but – He's Hollywood. They call him Hollywood Howie. I mean, yeah. he's got he's got Alec Baldwin on. He's got Ellen DeGeneres on. He's got all these people that he always hated, and he's kissing her ass. And he's one of them. He had Hillary Clinton on, whatever. But so he's getting money for this, right? It's like what celebrity is gonna is gonna be pro Democrat in 2020 on an election year? You know, it's almost like they take turns. It's pretty much he's like a mouthpiece for them now. Is what he's being accused of. I don't listen because I don't have serious. I'm not paying for it. I watch it. I just watch his interviews on YouTube or Facebook, mm-hmm. or I watch like old clips, like when like Artie was on. I say Artie was great. I don't get the Artie obsession. Um, but yeah, it's basically like Alec Baldwin goes on and they just rip on Trump for like ever. And like his, there's a lot of his fans that are like getting really pissed off about it. Yeah, I mean, he can feel how he wants to feel, but he was best friends with Trump for a while. Those fights. Right. We're at Trump's arena. Yeah. Trump flew him on a helicopter. <laughs> but it's bad. It's bad for business. It is bad. It's it's bad when you're in that when you're in that business. It's, it's bad business. But he was always honest. He never gave a fuck before. He didn't care if he upset people. He was always he was always like uh, bucking the trends. And now he's he is the trend. Or whatever, whatever makes you happy. He gave me no, years of joy, so I wish him the best. Yeah. But he he, he said well, that some he people wants. Good. No, go ahead. I was, I was, I was just gonna say that a lot of people. I mean, Joe Rogan has been doing it for that long, but he's been doing it long enough where his fans are saying the same thing about him. He's pro-Trump, isn't he? No, see, that's the thing. Like, he's the media paints him as a right-wing guy, but he's not. He's just he goes, I'm everything. He goes, I'm pro-gun, but I'm, but I have very liberal views. Um, like I'm pro. I'm, like he, he always states that he's he's. Running out of time. This meeting will end in 10 minutes. Okay. Um, God damn it, Zoom. Uh, oh, no, like everything, like, you know, he's, he's, he's like everybody. Like, I think that's a, like, that's the stance now, at least him and among his peers. It's like, you're not one side or you just, you're kind of a little bit of everything. But a lot of things he says that gets clipped out and put and gets written about in blog. Well, he said this, he'd rather, he'd rather, what did he say lately? Something like he's he not going to vote for Joe Trump Biden. over Biden. Well, that's not, that's not what he said. He just said, that's what was being reported and that's what they clipped out. But he's just like, I'm not voting for Joe Biden. But I think you're right. I think he did say that, that he'd rather vote for Trump than, than vote for Joe Biden. But that doesn't mean, I mean, I guess that does make him. It's just not a stance. It's just an opinion. I think he take. He, I don't know if he's pro Trump, but I think he takes Trump over Biden. Is what he was saying. Yeah. Well, he yeah, was. Like, a, oh God, I mean, he loves Biden. He's just like of all people, he was a Bernie guy, and I think he was either Kamala Harris or 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 no Tulsi. He was a Tulsi supporter, like way earlier on, and so now you know he kind of just he, he was pro Bernie, and then once Bernie dropped out, he goes, man, I don't know. He was Joe Biden can't even formulate a sentence. Um, so I don't know. Do you think Joe Biden's got dementia? Just real quick take on that. No, I have to yes or no. I think he's being like heavily propped up. 
Yeah. But I think, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd say so. Because people said the same thing about Hillary. Remember that the year of the election, like she was fainting and they got a body double and stuff like that, which was probably fake news or was true. <laughs> um, I, I remember know. that. <laughs> yeah, there's like, but that's, you know, that could have been, you know, shit paid for by Facebook. They said Trump had dementia too, I remember, because he like, he like fucked up his words or something. Like, well, well, his thing, thing was, he, was he, he, one thing, that he, he's on a lot of pills, or was, or is, I don't know, during his, during his campaign. No, Trump. He was on like a lot of speed. Yeah, I could see that. People were saying he was on coke during one of his debates because he was like, <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Good old speed. I don't know. It's just without getting, you know, super political. I'm just asking you, like. No, 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 no. I was, I was trying to cap, cap it off with. It's just hard, like you know, you take one side and you're, you know, painted this title. Which in reality, like you should be like you should like a little bit over here and you should like a little bit over there because it's it's a lot. There's there's economic reasons, there's social reasons, there's you know local reasons. Um, but if you like you know one side or one part of one side, then you're painted this this term or this title. It's clicks. Yeah, just like small towns. If you're not like us and you're not from here. You don't believe what we believe. We don't want you around. Like someone told me though, one time in a debate, in a respectful debate, of course, that uh, pick a side. It's real easy to be a a person that oh I like this, I like that. And it's like he's like you got to stand for something, you got to pick something. It's like I don't want to pick something. I yeah. mean, I'm con- I'm politically confused. <laughs> I'm politi- I don't know what well, the like term I said, would be. A lot of people should, I mean, you should be, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be one-sided over everything, in my opinion. You know, that's where, that's where it gets into the thing, like Democrat or nothing. Really? So, I mean, what if you have a super racist Democrat, which, you know, Biden is labeled, has been labeled a, a racist or sexist. What if it's Hitler? So it's, yeah. What if we have a Democratic Hitler? So Democrat or nothing? You know, that's just that that's blind that's blind not blind faith. That's just if you're a blind follower, which what I'm not it's, is, it's not a pro Trump thing. If it's this you know, it's it's you know, think with it's not even your heart, it's just with I don't know, but it, it, everything's evil. It's all evil. Both sides are evil. So it's like pick picking the less I think and that's that's the the picture that's painted here as well. It's like pick the lesser of two evils, which it usually is the case every four years. Well, like they'll basically, if anybody attacks Biden, they just say, what about Trump? Which, okay, fine. But then it's like, I don't want cancer. I want AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, that, just like the South Park, it, it's, it's, it seems like that's what it is every year. Every night, every year. Giant every election. Sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Or just a, like a completely vanilla less. You know, I can't remember in the past. So who was so John? Not John Kerry. Yeah, well, John Kerry was years ago. Who was who did Barack Obama beat his his mid? John McCain. Mid, John McCain. No. Yeah, yeah. He did the first uh, the first Mitt round, the second go around. Mitt Romney. That's it. Mittens. Mittens the Mormon. Yep. I don't know. We got four minutes left. 
when you want to uh what are you watching <laughs> still the americans i thought i was on the last season but i have another season that's like the most exciting thing that happened to me this week uh I downloaded this uh, streaming thing called Tubi or Tubi. I don't know how to say it, but it's got like a bunch of cool movies on it. They don't have their own shows like Netflix. It's obscure stuff. I was watching Nosferatu before we started. Cool. That was made in the 20s. It's still fucking scary. More scary than anything, most things out now. Nice. Maybe because it's just black and white, but it's silent. Um, I guess I'm a film nerd, even though I'm one of those people that criticizes movies but never makes one. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of us. <laughs> Uh, check out Upload. Have you watched Upload on Amazon? No, I haven't. It's pretty. It's it's from Craig Daniels, The Office, Parks and Rec. Uh, it's interesting. It's it's different, but I, it's it's pretty enjoyable. It's kind of like the Good Place, like a futuristic, like the Good Place show, but it's more futuristic and not as sitcommy clean. Is that on HBO? No, it's on Amazon. Okay. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. And it's like ten episodes, short episodes. You said you watched Total Artemis. Yeah, I watched it last night. What did you think? Uh, I like the premise. It was it was pretty entertaining. I, the writing was a little like the dialogue was a little, um, I don't know, like action movie ish. Like I feel like it could have been written better. Like the like the dialogue and the acting and the direction, but the the but the uh, it was fun though. The concept, yeah, it was a fun movie. It started off right like right off the bat, and that's what I feel like movies should be. Not all movies. Yeah, he was a he, he put on a good performance. Batista. I thought he's in yeah. some kids' movie now. I don't. It's I funny. Something. I never I never watched him as a wrestler. Like I, that's not when I watched wrestling. So I, I I've seen I seen like a match or two, but I, like I never, you know, I don't see him as a wrestler. I see him as an actor first. Since I never Brandon watched him Galaxy, wrestle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's good in that too. And of course, we got the last dance finale tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm really sad. enjoying that. It reminded me I'm, about my childhood. I don't want it to end. I wish they would have. I, I wish they would have uh, done an episode a uh, episode a week instead of two. Are you gonna watch the Mark McGuire Sammy Sosa one? Oh yeah, for sure. That's gonna be good. I I'm re- I didn't realize how much of an asshole Sammy Sosa was. Like that's the and, thing. Like we, we watched all these. Like these were our heroes as I kids. Know. We we we've we've grown up with these guys as heroes, so it's awesome. That's why I think these documentaries are awesome. Um, Grant, they probably can't do documentaries like this with everybody, but you know, you take the greats of the '90s. So of course, you take Michael Jordan. Um, I don't know. Like, are you on are you on the side where Jordan was an asshole? Yeah. Are we on the side that he's just a super competitive guy and he should he that he he did it for the better of the team? No. No. He's an asshole. He's an asshole. He is. Oh, listen, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I kind of like it. I kind of like the whole. No. He is unequivocally the greatest player to ever play basketball. I don't care, like, if you're, like, if LeBron's your guy or Kobe's your guy, you're stupid. Okay? I'll say that right now. You're stupid if you think he's better than Michael. Watch, watch his footage from the 80s when he first got on the team. Okay? That being said, he does tremendously well when what happens. What makes he's him got, do well? He's got a team around him? No. Yes, that's how, like, he once ended up winning a championship, but even he had a problem with that at first with the triangle offense. What makes him rain down hell upon the other team? When someone talks shit get, about him? So, not just that. A slight. 
any kind of slight. Whether I love that though. BJ Armstrong jumping up and down, the Sonics coach not talking to him, guy on TV slighting him. It makes him like prove him wrong, and that's a sickness, I think. But oh, in his case, that's comp- that's in awesome. his, that's in his case, he's abusive though. He's abused to the point where he's abusive though. I bet that they were not happy that he came back, like Scottie Pippen and all them. They're probably like, fuck, asshole's back. <laughs> Maybe. See, that's what sucks because about this, that's the only thing that sucks about this documentary is that Jordan got the final say. So, like, you know, stuff could have gotten, got, stuff could have gotten cut out or, like, they knew Jordan was going to see this. Like, you they know, show they, him everything. They, they show him what everyone says, too. Like, with yeah. Gary Payton and the shit, they, he, like, watches it and goes, well, you know, this is what I – he has the final say. Yeah. Someone doesn't get to slam him and then walk off. They always go, here, Jordan. Like, I mean. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great for, for internet reactions, but uh, I don't know. It's, I love it. I, I, I love every minute of it. And, um, I'm sad. I'm probably, I'm probably going to sp- – I've been spacing them out. I watched one on Monday. I watched one on Monday and one on Tuesday. So I'll probably watch the last one on Tuesday. Um. But yeah, I'll that's interesting. I know I, I don't watch I don't watch live TV without because I, I can't watch I can't watch something without getting interrupted. And I want to watch something without interruption. I won't watch it live. I'll watch it like after the fact sometimes, like yeah. later on. But that's interesting because I don't know because the last are you all caught up? Did you watch mm-hmm. the last step? Of, now I don't know that whole segment when when they're playing that powerful music and then he's just like I I forgot what the, the what he was talking about. But he was talking about competing, and all of a sudden, he's just, like, tearing up. He's like, we're done. Or break, that's what he said. I think that that's when – the, I think that's when, like, they played him all those videos of people saying, like, how mean he was. And he's like, yeah. if you want to play that way, fine. That's how I play. He's like, those are people who never won anything. And, he, yeah, he started yeah. crying. He made him feel I love bad. That. Yeah. I love that shit. It's like, you don't like it, you know. You, sh- you, you, you know, you have, well, yeah, just like what you said. Did um, you see the Steve Kerr thing? Yeah, when he got in a fight? Yeah. I mean, what the yeah. fuck, dude? Like, I'd, I'd, like, fucking – I'm sure I couldn't take Michael, but I wouldn't just, like – Steve hit him back, but I would have, like, kept hitting him and hitting him. But yeah. that's a horrible situation to have, like, just one guy basically call all the shots. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you won three championships, but at what cost? I mean, he basically, like, elevated everyone on that team, like, profile in life. If you're part of that team, well, like, probably that's, a celebrity that's why, forever. That's why I hate this is over because, you know, I want them to go, like, talk about – like, I want this to be, like, the Bulls in the 90s documentary, which they kind of are because they're talking about the time that Jordan wasn't there. But I want, I want them to go, like, the time the, – the year after he quit. Spoiler alert, he's done after this season, right? After 98? I can't yeah, – my memory's uh, not that great. I, I don't – I can't remember the years. Uh, it is because Cross made Phil leave and Jordan wouldn't play without Phil. And then Jordan comes back and plays for the Wizards a few years later. But that's it. Yeah. He's um, called the Bulls, but it was the same, I guess, because people got shot watching. So now it's the Wizards. Fun fact. A little trivia mm-hmm. for you. So. The, I'm, I'm assuming they're. I'm assuming the la, They're this. Maybe not the last episode, but they're going to discuss the flu game. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm assuming that was that '98 or was that the year before? You know, I'm not sure. I don't think that I can't. I remember watching that game live. That was like one of my like memories because obviously that was either '97 or '98. So I was like the oldest times I watched the Bulls. Um, but I remember watching that game and then watching that last shot when he when he cut and he came in and then he shot from the free throw line and he like he hung up there and then it went in. Don't remember what game that was. Don't remember if it was the last game to win a final. I can't that I can't remember. I'm sure I'll find out tonight um, if they discuss if they discuss it. I remember the Scotty Pippen fiasco where he wouldn't go in because the ball went to Tony Kukoc. I remember that. Yeah. I remember being confused like why isn't he going in? I remember not knowing until like after. Oh yeah, when when Pippen was a little bitch. Yeah, because the ball the final shot went to Kukoc, and yeah, uh, thought it should go to him. I mean. That's, so you think you think Jordan would do you think Jordan would do something like that? No, but he did initially till Phil. Without Phil, Jordan probably would have been like just like way worse than he was. But with Phil and his Zen stuff and his Native American stuff that he did, he kept everyone in line. Like well, Phil controlled that, him. That's the ultimate. You know, you probably don't, I don't know how big you are in a football. I know you watch the Bears, which is a, is barely football. But that's the argument with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. How's like your Rams doing? They're not my Rams, but I'm fucking another deceased team. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Oh, that hurts. I was gonna try to be into that. Dude, I'm so sad. God damn it. Anyway. Uh, what a bummer, uh, man. <laughs> uh what are they getting at? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's the talk now. Is like we're gonna find out who's 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 better, Belichick or Brady, like without each other. But 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 Jackson went on to fill. Um, he went on to coach the Lakers, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And Rodman yeah. actually went on the Lakers, but he ended up getting ousted because he kept pulling his shit. I guess it didn't. Yeah, it didn't last. And then Rodman I always th- I always think it's yeah. I always think it's the coach. The coach is always greater than than a single player. I don't know. I I, I know some coaches that were remain nameless that are pretty useless that had like good players and like. If they didn't have well, it's, players, they'd be well it's not play, no 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 not just the coach it's like when you say Belichick or Brady we take Brady out of it you still have a team I see you know if it's if you put Brady which we're gonna find out even though shoot uh, Gronk and another no just Gronk from the Patriots went to Tampa Bay but we're gonna find out if Tampa Bay is terrible everybody's gonna say well Brady's overrated now see Jordan would welcome that challenge. Jordan would thrive off proving everybody that he could still do it. Well, did he? I didn't watch him in the 2000s. How'd he do? Oh, when he came out for the Wizards? Average. He was was past his prime. I mean, he'd get like maybe 14 points a game, no 50 points a game or that shit like that. Yeah. Again, I I heard stories he was an asshole. (laughs) I'm sure he was. I mean, when you're that good and you make that much money and – and he did a lot of good things. You see him backstage meeting sick people, meeting uh, disabled people, signing stuff. He's real charismatic. I mean, God, he's charismatic. I, I, mean, I, I, I kind of like the fact that he ribs on people. You know, I, I mean, you, people call it hazing nowadays, but, you know, I like that. Like, like that, that's what I love most, like the candid stuff, like talk between his teammates, not like not even playing. Like after a game, he's just shooting the shit and he got a cigar in his hand and, and – what would seem was that like, man, I can't be seen drinking a beer it, it, between him and Scottie Pippen. Yeah. I forgot what episode that was. 
was like, man, good. back in the day, back in the day, <laughs> man, they were chugging. They were they were chugging. They were chugging six pack before they went on. He got a cigarette from the coach. <laughs> I remember that. It's just, and then and then and the one episode where he, where he was talking with Seinfeld in the back. I mean, that was like the quintessential '90s, man. The late <laughs> mid to late '90s. It's Jordan and, and Seinfeld. Seinfeld points to like a play on the on the board. Yeah, and he's like that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> it's that's not gonna work. I forgot about that. Classic. Uh, while we're here, uh, uh, rest in peace, Jerry Stiller. Yes. Okay, I mean the guy was old. He was old, but still, he was a legend. Uh, and uh, and 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 Fred Willard we lost yesterday. Oh God, yeah. Man, comes in threes. Who's next? No. Hope it's not you, comedy legend. Oh, me? Yeah, that's yeah. how I'm gonna be remembered. <laughs> I wish. It'll be interesting to see in the next week or two if another, you know, super famous comedy. Some uh, some some model just died. Some like legendary model, like a female model in her like 80s died so there's your third person i don't know who she is because i'm not into models well i am and i'm not but right i couldn't like do model trivia i like i'm like looking at some of them i don't know what if it's like mel brooks no but like okay that's the thing there's so many great so many great just ever just i mean i don't want to call them celebrities just comedians actors directors sports people and it's just there are a lot of there's a lot of old a lot of old ones so I mean, it's just it's going to be a fact for the rest of our lives until there's a mediocre generation that doesn't you know doesn't produce great like right know, now art yeah well yeah <laughs> they, they they shoot they shoot they're, they're they're dying they're dying before they're past their prime uh yeah. Is that an old yeah. thing to think that we that people suck now? That's an, we're old, right? To be like, oh, Mel Brooks, oh, all these people, they're legends, and then like not to bring up like Pete Davidson, but someone like that, and just like laughing his fucking. Uh, yeah, face. that's a gener that's a generation thing. I he mean, just think of our, just think of our like. I, I'm trying to think like, did our parents like Adam Sandler? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, he's a just a, a goofball. My I think mom my dad hated thought, Adam Sandler. I thought my dad thought he was kind of funny. He was more of a Chris Farley guy than than Adam Sandler, um, but that's the you know I'm trying to think of my parents' generation, or my parents, like who they, uh, who I loved and who they didn't like, um, comparable to us. Who um, dad hated Strangers with Candy, didn't he? No, he loved Strangers with Candy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I loved him. He liked. He thought it was funny. That's just, that's uh, all that's all they need. <laughs> that's yeah. their goal. <laughs> yeah, the his favorite scene was uh, I think it I, I think it was the episode whenever they did the backstory of how her dad became the way he did. It was the pack of dogs. It's how he died. Yeah. It's how he died. Yeah. Like three- yeah. He was there <laughs> at a ball. What were they at a ballpark? They're play, they're it was some kind of school rally, and the opposing team showed up, and for some reason they had dogs. like dogs on their bus, and they just came out and killed them. And so, like, they showed the whole aspect, and then like she just bought a hot dog. Says, Daddy, no! Did you not dog? No! <laughs> oh, kids at home. All right, well, we'll end it there.
Um, I want to say one then, thing though. I think funny is funny. I think either something's funny or not. It's not a generational thing. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, talk more next week. Adios. <laughs>